The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. Private, we're right here. Now, what is it? Now, what is it? I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. That's not all he's lost. <gasps> sir, the radar, sir. It appears to be... Jammed. Jammed. Raspberry. There's only one man who would dare give me the raspberry. Lone Star. The Internet. The Final Frontier. On tonight's Boldly Going Nowhere. Hollywood's most immortal celebrity was no match for January 2016. It's Super Bowl L. You know, 10 years ago, it was an XL. It's lost weight. Also, the DeLorean Motor Company is back in the future. And we talk about Blade Runner 2, Electric Sheep Boogaloo. Oh, yeah, it did lose weight, didn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's such. Yeah, that's crazy. I dig it, man. Yep. Uh, it looks good. It looks good. But I, but you know they they had to put you know the coat on the fifty coat on. So <laughs> so I guess that that all that work. Welcome yeah. to boldly going nowhere. Uh, podcast ears listen. Yes. Um, Colin is not here. He's sick. But yeah. we'll, we'll call him later in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. For funsies, see how he's doing. We're gonna call in Colin, so <laughs> yeah, call, call in Colin. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, how's everyone doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing I'm doing fantastic, man. I, I'm really pleased you guys have latched on to the the whole uh, uh, LXL thing because I otherwise would have no idea what to talk about the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the Panthers are in it. Or yeah, pan- it's Panthers uh, versus. Unless he was kidding about that earlier. I don't it's know. Panthers versus uh, horse horses. What was that? What was that team, Brian? <laughs> it's the Denver. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> the Denver. No, it's, <laughs> no, it's the no, Denver it's, Broncos. Um, Obviously, I'm toying around because Brian is a major, major. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's wearing orange all I, over. I mean, it, dude, I've been a I've been a diehard Broncos fan since the '90s, and you know, hey, you know, two years ago sucked. Like hard, but I'm hoping that they would. I'm hoping that they win this year. Now, now, was there there a thing like let's talk about you know, sports for a second? Obviously, that we don't usually talk about sports on this show. Yeah, you know we don't. Um, but but you we know, don't make a habit of it. But I, I'm sorry, you nerd, mega nerds, just you know tune out or or do something or or maybe maybe listen, maybe learn something. Um, mm. now the orange color vest. How is that bad luck? Why is that bad luck? Okay, um, going back to like Super Bowl twelve, um. We've lost about five Super Bowls. Okay, four of those 
we wore orange. Okay, orange, we're fine in the playoffs. We're good in the you know regular season, but we never once won a Super Bowl until they switched to the blue jerseys. Right when they changed their look in the night in 1997, and they went to their first Super Bowl like in the 90s, they won back to back, but they were wearing blue as their primary color. And then we go back to orange. Denver goes back to orange, and then like a year later goes back to the Super Bowl and following those other three Super Bowls where they wore orange, we get a deficit of 48 to 8, which is, you know, what it was against San Francisco. It's what it was against Washington. It's what it was against freaking New York. Okay, we lost to those major deficits in the 80s, and then again, once now, we changed back. Now, is it just more – It's it's probably it's it looks like it's more than a fashion statement. I think more than like in terms of the field's green mm. and they're at a col- a color that that's like that's orange and really standing out. So it's really easy yeah. to spot them. I mean, well, possibly, but I I know that you know, you know, Denver's won a Super Bowl wearing white before. We've also they've also lost one wearing white. Um, but it just feels like in the Super Bowl, whenever they wear orange, they get stomped and they have that mentality and they're like. You know, obviously that's not going to be the major, you know, like they're, they're going to be training really, really hard in order to win uh, in the next coming week and, uh, week and a half. But, um, you know, it's superstition. And, uh, yeah, I know. I don't really go by superstition that much. Sure. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I mean at the same it makes time, more I'm sense like, if you have like, oh, I'm wearing white after Labor Day. Like, that's yeah, how I, I view I, it. I really. think Denver should just be on the safe side and not invite any goats onto their, onto their field. <laughs> and, and, and also don't trade Babe, Babe Ruth if, <laughs> if, if, if they can help it. God, that's the last thing we need. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you know you know that. Well, there's the one thing about the Super Bowl that we're all, I think I'm I'm excited about is uh, the food. Yeah. So so what what what, what do you think uh, it, that what, what was your good food to eat like watching um, uh, the Super Bowl? I can make this a round round because I know you guys eat food. So, <laughs> so. wow, I, I, I'm I'm glad you noticed that. I don't want to make a private person. I, I don't sure want to make generalizations, but ever, sometimes it just has to be I, said. I eat food. Um. <laughs> sometimes it just has to be said. The few Super Bowl parties I've ever gone to, uh, mostly because I heard there'd be good commercials that year or whatever. Um, uh, I'm pr- I'm pretty fond of just of anything dip. Just okay. um, dip. I dip. You dip. We dip. There was a, it was like a seven layer bean dip um, that is chips are, are just so are so you know readily potable uh, uh, sorry potable portable as a um, <laughs> it's it, potable is a word that refers to water that you can transport but no, it's no. Oh, it's God. chips are not liquid so if if, if we did things right <laughs> okay um, okay uh, we tend not to on the show I, I pass Brian <laughs> what, what's your what's your <laughs> Um, I mean, um, you know, obviously pizza is kind of a staple at every Super Bowl party, but I'm more of like a nachos and wing guy. Mm. Um, you know, wings, any kind really, barbecue, buffalo, um, you know, garlic, like garlic lime and stuff like that. Like you can't go wrong with, you can't go wrong with wings. You really can't. Um, yeah, like it's a, it's a, it's a good solid that, that and taquitos. Oh man, it's hard yeah. to go wrong with taquitos. Also, taquitos, the scoops, man. You got to have the scoops, and like, cause you know, it gets more in the, mm-hmm. you know, get more dip, man. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so how about how about you, Rocky? Rocky. Ah, damn, yeah. damn. Now I love the chips, Mission chips. 
Mission chips. Mission chips. Those I know what he's talking about. They, yeah, they have, they ca- they pack some cojones, don't they? Like yeah, the brown it's bag. A good, it's oh a good yeah. Deal. Paying what five six bucks for like a, like a giant. Four, I don't know. I don't buy chips regularly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you I get, I get the market value of these chips correctly? I'm boldly going nowhere. Uh no. Uh. <laughs> we would suck at prices right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a dollar. Uh, this is a car. A dollar fifty. Pass. <laughs> Oh man! But so yeah, sorry, Drew. I suck at this game. Um, just get a little bit of chili, though. A little bit of chili. chili. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. That's a little, a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chili and nacho I almost cheese. forgot your mic was off the entire time when we were talking about that. Oh, you don't have to repeat yourself, but okay. you, but but you I think like we heard you, yeah, yeah. mission chips, yeah. But and cheese, um, lots and of cheese. cheese. What, what my what my mom liked to do a lot was she liked to take like um, cheese dip and then mix it with some rotel, and use that as like a nacho dip, and. Uh, Freaking delicious! <laughs> hey, <laughs> there you go. Hey, waddle doodle. All right. Um, January sucks. In terms, in terms <sighs> oh, of people. Oh, oh, sorry, real quick. Um, I, I'm really sorry about the about the orange jersey thing, Brian. But it, it, but as you may have learned from the Godfather, orange uh, uh, orange is the color of death. Segway. <laughs> Thank you. That'd be really good. Is, because Colin's not here, I'm allowed to pronounce that word correctly. Segway. <laughs> But, but they need the drink. Segway. Okay. <laughs> drink. Uh. Very well done, by the way, Jordan. So, yeah. Um, we, 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 did we not freaking joke about it after after discussing all, uh, all the other uh, lives that January 20, uh, 2016 has claimed? Hey, at least Abe Vigoda is still around. I am not. Fr- I'm not afraid to repeat Damn. jokes. I am not yeah. afraid to repeat jokes. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, January we, we, sucks. We, we can't repeat the joke because no. he's dead now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that joke is gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it, yeah, Abe Vigoda was such a a legend in, in terms of film and, mm-hmm. and like, he, has, he, had a, he had a good voice. I thought he had a good voice. Mm-hmm. Um, just to put us in the mood of talking about it, I'm gonna, you mind if I played a clip from The Godfather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead and do that. Sal, Tom, the boss says we'll come in a separate car. He says for you two to go on ahead. Hell, he can't do that. It screws up all my arrangements. Well, that's what he said. I can't go either, Sal. This is like a look of silence. Mm -hmm. Don't mind. It was only business. I always liked him. He understands that. Excuse me, Sal. Huh? Tom, can you get me off the hook? For old time's sake. Can't do it, Sally. It was just like that moment was like, you know, he knew that they knew that he knew that they knew, but no one was saying anything. You know, yeah. it, it, it occurs to me of all of the you know very brutal on-screen deaths in that movie. Um, you know, they they, they, they take out Saltesio off-screen. You know, Avogadro was just that immortal that he didn't even die in that movie. Mm-hmm. I I know that was <laughs> it was it was, and then now that he's gone, I'm I'm like, you know, I'm like why, you know, and then. And then not just only Abe Vigoda passing, but... Uh, yeah, I've got a little bit of breaking news. This broke about, like, 30 minutes ago. I didn't even know about this until we were sitting at the table. Um, but, yeah, January has claimed another person as well. 
Um, singer Joe Cocker, best known for his cover of the Beatles with a little help from my friends, has died of cancer. Um, the shepherd born singer um, had a career lasting more than 40 years with hits like You Are So Beautiful and Up Where We Belong. He was 70 years old via the BBC. Um, what the fuck, January? Yeah. Like, holy shit. <laughs> How many people died this month? Like, do we have like a I've lost, I've lost count. How many people died of cancer? There, there, there was an odd, yeah, really. there was an odd and yet also kind of funny, perhaps, um, uh, omen that actually occur- occurred to me just before I heard of, of Ava Goda's passing. Mm-hmm. I was watching this YouTube series. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not gonna, out of respect, I'm not going to name names, but basically this guy was trying to rattle off as many facts as possible about Batman, the animated series within like 20 minutes. And I don't know who this guy is or if English is his first language, but uh, he comically mispronounced so many words. He would say things like Art Deco and Mark Hamill. And, um, and, um, I wonder how he pronounces Benedict Cumberbatch. Andrea Romano. Like get wow. the door, it's Romano's, um, and so on and so forth. And so, so he he mentions that um, that a Vigoda was uh, played a surprise surprise mobster in the the Mask of the Phantasm movie, and you'll never you'll never guess how he pronounced his name. Wow, Abe Vigoda. Wow, and everybody is. Like, pre- I, I guess he thought he was Japanese or something. And everybody's pre- if he's right, everyone. Is pronouncing his obituary wrong? Because uh, everyone on the news is is announcing Abe Vagoda, and he's uh, it's Abe. Well, well, this video was from like months ago, I'm sure, but yeah. still, um, like I actually turned it off there because it's like I I'm the, the my my inner grammar Nazi is is demanding that I, I stop listening to this uh, to this YouTube video. Yeah. Um. And lo and behold, like 30 minutes later, Colin, uh, I'm talking to Colin on the phone, and he mentions that Ava Goda died today. Jesus. So per- perhaps, I, perhaps I can send them off in song. <clears throat> wow. Ava Goda. Very, very nice. I'm glad you you like the Super Bowl XL thing. Yes, please. Lisa, yeah, not this round. Anyway, <laughs> getting back to business. Um, all right, uh, the Delorean Motor Company. Yes. What about it? They're re- they're re-releasing. They're doing 400 uh, makes of the new of not the new the old. Uh, DeLorean for the Back to the Future. Oh my god, really? There are five, uh, 400 in our, are in production. Oh. Nice. So they're going to do that. I wonder uh, how much they're going to be. I, d- I didn't get the price quote, but the, it's, it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be expensive. Yeah. It's probably going to be as much as a Ferrari, I imagine. Now, now Sean, let me ask you a question. Are there going to be options to buy a modded um, DeLorean? No, they're just going to come stock like they did before. Just stock, okay. I, I was. I would assume they just all have flux capacitors in them. Why, <laughs> well, why, why the fuck not? Do, do, does anyone remember remember that car for any other reason? Right. And I'm thinking. I'm, well, they 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 are modifying it somewhat. They're. I think they probably are fixing some of the engine trouble that it had before. And not to there's a quote on other show. Um, comedians and Jerry Seinfeld's comedians and cars getting coffee. Uh, 
what happened there, he, he picked up, uh, 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 what's his, uh, Patton Oswalt. Jerry Seinfeld picked up Patton Oswalt in a DeLorean. Mm-hmm. And they didn't make it two blocks past his house when the DeLorean broke down completely. <laughs> so it's one of those cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a freaking so, Pinto, so, man. So, yeah, obviously they're they're updating some of the electronics, some of the stuff to make it a little more today. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think stainless steel will stay the same, or you think it'll make it stronger? I think stainless steel will stay the same, because honestly, like, why why wouldn't they? I, or maybe it'll be cheaper production. I, I, just, I think for the purists out there, they have to. Yeah, so. Oh, well, hopefully it goes faster. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I'm getting two. Yeah. He's keeping one in the box. <laughs> right. It's a collector's and, and, item. And I guess they're 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 keeping the lateral gall wing doors, right? They are keeping the lateral gall. Basically, everything as it was. They're just updating uh, some of the some electronics. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's operating refurbishing. They're gonna have a CD player. They're building them in Humble, Texas. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just imagining, you know, uh, you know. Parking at parking at like a supermarket, a supermarket uh, parking lot, and just easily like taking out someone else's window with one of those doors. Mm-hmm. Hello, I'm your captain, Sean Holmes, and first officer Brian Massey. Brian and I do a bi-weekly podcast called The Prime Directive. Our mission is to explore every episode of Star Trek ever. Join us as we boldly go where no podcaster has gone before. Check it out on castwavestudios.com or go directly to the source at soundcloud.com slash castwave studios. The Prime Directive. Live long and podcast. So, um, moving on, I think we should probably uh, give... Uh, Mr. Mr. Colin, uh, a call here. All right. Yeah. So um, we'll go ahead and I'll kick him up. But that'd be Google Hangout, obviously. So. Obviously. Obviously. Quite. I'm sure an equal number of people use that than Skype. Well, sure. yeah, because well, I, I find a Google Hangouts a little bit more secure than Skype. Um, mm. I, Skype have just been hearing so many problems. Of course, if he answered his I phone, I, I use Skype all the time. It's uh, yeah. it's never really done me wrong. Still, still waiting on him. I guess we'll try him again later. What do you think? Yeah. Maybe he'll call during do the show. I mean, the thing is that you already you already called him before we recorded, right? Because he well, he called me before we recorded, and I said we'll we'll call him back when when we when we get a chance, and he said okay. And now I called him, and and and, he, and of course you, you panicked and, and reported that he wasn't wearing a shirt, and so I was thinking to myself, well, you know, at least there's one visual reference in this podcast that that the audience will, will be grateful for their, the absence of, but live shirtless, it's Colin Cack. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, my phone's blowing up today. I hate that when it happens when you have your phone and and uh, and, and for, 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 for all I know my phone could be blowing up but I turned it off before we started recording. Oh, oh, that was oh, light, oh, you know, like... oh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, this is avoiding awkward situations. Mm. You know, send us a tweet. All right. Okay, it's time for uh, to update everybody. So, um, looking through a bunch of hashtags, I I had a range of choices from. Um, 
it, it could it ranges from you know I'm I know hashtag I'm never too old to and everyone's dancing to the song I, I like this song it's very it's very you know yeah. I own I own this club oh. type type of hey. type of mixing oh, oh yeah yes. hey keep it keep it real e t y that's some stank on it well, it's like, I gotta I got, I got, I got, I got keep it going. Hold it. <laughs> or send us we missed a it. tweet. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Makes me want to run. All right. Today's tw update. Um, you, hashtag you might be a Trump voter if, and there's a bunch of them, uh, if you are 28 with a 14-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> If you're mad and you can't be openly racist without accurately being called a racist. If you might be a Trump voter if you dropped out of the GD, GED program. <laughs> you might be a Trump voter if you have brain capacity of a uh, rotten nut. Um, okay. You might be a Trump voter if this is your favorite game show and it's a picture of the gong show. I don't know what that is. It's very confusing to me. Well, uh, I know what the Gong Show is. What I, is the Gong Show? Um, it was a talent, like basically a uh, the I'm sorry, the No Talent Show from the 1970s, where people with really, really bizarre, basically weird ass performance artists would perform, and then, uh, then television comedians would would uh, hit would gong them, would hit a gong to announce that they suck. <laughs> It, it has admittedly been way too long since I've been on Twitter, but had, had I had I hitched my, my wagon to this movement, I think my my uh, my tweet would be, "You may be a Trump voter if you work in the toupee industry." <laughs> Hashtag: You might be a Trump voter if you unapologetically believe women are only good for one thing and one thing only, including your own daughter. <laughs> Dude, some of these are rough. Some of these are really rough. Uh, if you think there is a time America was great, in quotations, great, for us to go back in the first place. If you blame minorities for literally everything. And I think that's pretty much all I have for a 12 day, unless, Brian, you have something on the on the, on the the Twitters. Um, unfortunately, This is usually no. called segment, but I'm just keeping it alive a little yeah. bit. So, there you go. That was top eight. That was top eight. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Well, let's just think of all the all, all the awesome uh, uh, Twitter feeds that Colin is looking at right now while shirtless. Yeah, he, he's he's probably he's probably saying something like this. Mm -hmm, good. <laughs> put some on your head. And then they put me up. There you go. <laughs> I think we ran off stuff. That oh wait wait wait. Uh, Blade Runner. Yeah, so let me first uh, start off by saying that um, I wish I had been the one to come up with the with uh, the, uh, the the pun of Blade Runner Two Electric Sheep Boogaloo, but no, that was mentioned in the, the first article that I saw that that, that talked about it. Because I mean, let's face facts. I I, I, um, I think I was the one who actually suggested that we retire the uh, sarcastic electric boogaloo uh, suffix to put on to unnecessary Taken two, necessary yeah. prequels, uh, necessary sequels since Taken Two came out, and that was so perfect that I officially graduated. Uh, you graduated to blank harder, mm -hmm. as in like I spit on your grave to spit harder. Yeah. So, <laughs> but again, like electric sheep boogaloo. So fucking perfect <laughs> and if, if, 
you guys don't don't agree with me, then you haven't read as much Philip K. Dick as I have. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Blade Runner is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I have I've seen it like ten times uh, across. I think I was like ten when I when I first saw it, and then I saw it again at fourteen, seventeen, twenty-one, you know, twenty-five, thirty. Every time I see it, I feel like I, I get a new appreciation for the um, for is uh, the, the performances, the the uh, you know, the science fiction co uh, concepts, the futurism. Uh, it's it's just it's damn near a perfect movie. Uh, not to mention, you know, the uh, the debate as to whether or not um, the. You know, Rick Deckard is a replicant. Like it's, the, the director really seems to want to think that he was leaning towards that. Although you can make the argument that um, it would it would actually be better for the character if he were not. Um, it would mean it would be more meaningful for the story if he were human. Um, I mean, I I, I, don't, I don't have you guys even seen? Have, have you, how often have you guys seen Blade Runner? It's it's been a, such a long time since I've seen that movie. I saw it about a year ago on HD. Talking the old Xbox 360 HDs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so HD like, DVD? Yes, HD yeah. DVD, because it was a director's cut. Mm -hmm. It had like every volume, every version ever on that. Mm -hmm. Yep, and, I, I have the Blu-ray of, of uh, five different different cuts of, the, oh, of that man. movie. Well, from what I've seen, I mean, I'd like to see another one, but it won't, it won't be as good as the first, of course. But... You know, it has been teased that there might be a sequel to it. For it, I've heard since since like 2003 that 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 that, that, we were, that someone somewhere was optioning a sequel to Blade Runner, mm -hmm. and now it seems like it's it's going to happen. Oh. Uh, they've 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 um, they've lined up a director. I completely blanking on his name, but he was the guy who directed Sicario and Prisoners. Uh, Dennis uh, Villain Villeneuve. Dennis Villeneuve. I don't know. I'll have to IMDb him. Um, but anyway, I, I, I've seen Prisoners and I've heard a lot about Sicario. So he is a hard, dramatic kind of director. Yeah. And so I mean, it's it's, it's a very interesting choice. I mean, they obviously want Harrison Ford to come back. Um, yeah, they were. He, he, he will. He, he seems to be people. weirdly. In, in, uh, uh, he seems to be weirdly up for revisiting, you know, uh, roles in the early '80s these he's days. Probably good to say. I think I think he's probably going to demand as much money as he did for Star Wars. Because they will pay it, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know if this has been set in stone, but I mean, I, I seem to recall that they, they, that they want to set it only nearly ten years after the first one, but Rick Deckard has aged, you know, 30, 40 years in that time because uh, he's a replicant and he's undergoing accelerated decrepitude. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's they're I guess they're gonna play that card and and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and can, can, canonize that interpretation of, of the character. What, what can I say? I. I was I would have been perfectly happy never seeing a sequel to this property. I just felt like it it, it stood on its own and with its with this one singular vision so strongly that I didn't really need to see a continuation. But obviously there, there's there's no there's no successful film that is not going to get a follow up in in our lifetime. Um, the you know, uh, like, the guy who directed the original Ridley Scott mm -hmm. um, and the co-writer uh, Hampton uh, Fancher. Mm -hmm. uh, conceived the ideal for the for the uh, sequel, and which is co-written by uh, Fancher and Michael Green. Okay. Cool. So yeah, that, so I mean, so yeah, obviously we have some initial initial writers uh, kind of yeah. putting their input for the screenplay. So so that it's you know writings were a lot of things get 
get uh, corrected and done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have a year so. set yet? No? Yay. No, they're going to film in July. Yeah, start, start filming in July. What, what yeah. I th- oh, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, um, I think it'd be cool if uh, they went like the uh, Force Awakens route and did more like practical effects for this movie. That'd be great. You know, um, well, it's a it, well. Force Awakens. It was it was not like well, strictly practical effects. It was more they they did a good mixture of both. Mm-hmm. They did it, and it would they they had their foot in practical and also their fo- foot in in digital, but realistic digital, like yeah. Michael Douglas Ant Man face uh, digital, mm-hmm. like, very very decent. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming they're probably going to do the same thing with this one. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe they could visit the off-world colonies that all those blimps talked about. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, it, it would that would be nice. Uh, I'm get, they're probably not going to ask Sean Young to come back. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, let's call Colin one more time. See if. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, obviously, Rocky. You remember last year the movie Ex Machina, which um, yeah, which. Uh, I, I, I actually called that like you know, if Blade Runner were instead of being a you know a neo noir story, it was a erotic thriller. That's yeah. basically <laughs> what Ex Machina was. Oh yeah, do not bring your children. <laughs> do not. I, I still think I would have loved to have seen Oscar Isaac's uh, character and uh, um, uh, uh, have a Ex Machina style disco dance off with. Uh, oh Ra- my god, with, that was with, hilarious! With, with the red arm C three PO in the new Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, did they ever explain why he had a red arm? I don't recall. Something no. tells me that there was there was there was um, in the novelization there was something about uh, it was a friend of his that um, sacrificed himself to save three PO. Are you referring to uh, a Star Wars aftermath? I think so. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I, I can't confirm that, but that's what I read online. It was like there was there yeah. was somebody uh, helped out, and that's his way of memorializing that friend. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, it's it's on um, the audiobooks actually on Audible, so mm-hmm. yeah. you can go to Castaway Studios and get it for free. Smooth. Yeah. That was a smooth transition. Show. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So smooth transition. Well, I'm trying to call Colin. He's not. He's not. He's not answering. Yeah. Um, Bastard. Uh, yeah, he probably fell asleep or something. Now, is it a rumor that they're coming out with a Akira? Movie live action. Um, they've been they've been I, saying that for a while. I've heard that for a while as well as uh, they yeah. want um the, yeah. want Keanu Reeves to be uh to be uh, Canada or whatever. Um, That's not. I mean, like, doesn't fit the profile, wait, but I don't care. Wait, was it they're supposed Keanu? to be like sixteen or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or wait, wait, wait a second. Am I thinking of Robotech? I think you were taking. Yeah, I think. Uh, okay. That's what I heard him because I keep hearing uh, for Akira, anyways, that they were going to get Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> that's the rumor I kept always hearing. As the bad guy, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wait, who was the bad guy in Akira? That was Tetsuo, best Tetsuo right? Yep. That's all I know. So still, they probably want someone who's like sixteen. Mm. Yeah, they didn't right? want to cast young because, no, like, they or... were all they were all they were all like high school kids mm. in the anime. Mm. Let's get Seth Rogen to do it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not really good at this laugh. Although, <laughs> I, 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 can ima- I can imagine it's pretty one. easy. People say I look like him. It's because my hair's all frizzy. Yeah. But I do like it. <laughs> 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 Who needs a job? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
this oh. bar. Tijuana. <laughs> no, I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, by the way, guys, um, before we started recording, I mentioned that I saw Leon the Professional for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, one, one thing I, I, I did want to mention, though, is that um, I was kind of, so, sort of uh, sort of vindicated, actually, because uh, when, when I saw um, uh, The Dark Knight Rises... And there's the bit in which uh, in which uh, Commissioner Gordon uh, uh, orders all of the police uh, officers everywhere into the sewers mm-hmm. to be trapped there for months. Mm-hmm. Um, w- w- when he said that, I immediately thought in, in, in my mind uh, I would have spliced in um, the guy from the, you know, the professional asking him, "What do you mean everyone?" And then he responds by screaming, "Everyone!" <laughs> <laughs> And I was so vindicated because I was not even aware that that, that, that uh, line from Leon the Freshman, he was actually referring to police officers in that, too. <laughs> yeah, that, um, so. it got, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. Um, Christ, there, there's a lot I need to go back and actually yeah, watch. I was just saying how you know the 90s were the, were the decade of Gary Oldman uh, being, you know, being the zany-ass villain in everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, because Tim Curry was too busy, I guess. <laughs> they called Gary Oldman. He was too busy in, like, Congo and shit. <laughs> so, um, I feel like, like I, I, maybe it started with Leon the Professional. Because, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it's just, I, I wasn't like, really sold by his his performance in that as the villain. He just seemed adorable to me. Yeah. This case is empty. That's supposed to be full. <laughs> There's no stones on this. <laughs> this wouldn't have happened if you hadn't listened to Brahms. Ah! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Let's see how, like, I always liked the laugh he did. <laughs> <laughs> They're not here. And he's, he's, he, so he's in, there's another scene in which he's being investigated uh, by, by other police officers saying, like, oh, did you really need to kill this, uh, this guy's children? When you came to arrest him, was that really necessary? And then he was like, I don't have time for this Mickey Mouse bullshit! And just like flails his arms and leaves. And that ends the investigation. That's never revisited at all. That he that he murdered children. Well, uh, live from from uh, his, uh, his, his bed, uh, it's Colin Kakamas here. Hi. Hi, Colin. Oh, oh, he sounds like death. Sound like Death Zoom Call. Zoom. Ah. Wow. That's a lot of <laughs> So, uh... So, Colin, are you feeling any better? No. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't get you out of work, Colin. I know, right? Man, what do I pay you for? Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't pay you. <laughs> uh, I, I, know, I know you're dying of, like... Slim cancer, but you're still coming in, right? <laughs> you're still coming in, right? I know, I know. There's like like three feet of snow, but you're still you're still uh, yeah. you're still coming in, right? Yeah, we're really short-handed. Don't be selfish. <laughs> um, well, we did twelve date without you. It was a very it, it wasn't it wasn't good at all, actually. Yeah, I, I feel empty. Yeah, Jordan feels empty. I mean, mind you, yeah, I was gonna say, mind you, if I didn't, did you guys bring up Nile and Starbies? Uh no no we we can't do it without you, we can't do it without no, your without it's not your, the same your, your your soothing angelic voice. Uh, it's not the same. Ah <laughs> oh, jeez, you want a glass of water you know, or something? Water? I, I wish we could hand you water over the uh, the Skype. Cover your mouth you know, over or catch it. <laughs> you, know, 
<laughs> you know what's sad? I actually, when I was buying supplies for this this morning after I dropped Liz off of the bus, uh, I bought this like huge container of orange juice. I like took two steps out the car and dropped it. Oh, oh man! I was like, oh no. Okay, it's still good. Aren't you glad you had the cap on it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the cap I cracked. Ooh. But I was like, well, it's still like three quarters full. I guess I'll still use it. It's still good. <laughs> no dust can get in it. No dust can get in there. So, so how you feeling, no. Bubba? Did you did you get your get your muffins? <laughs> I got muffins. I, I don't know. Do you do you need us to pick up some ibuprofen before we get back over there? She needs to pick up no. some ibuprofen. Oh, the ibuprofen no. hurt my throat, guard. No, no. <laughs> No, no, it's fine. I, I, I'm on a steady. I'm on my Nyquil drip. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right. Oh, uh, well, we're gonna. No, get... I've had like. I've had like two doses of Nyquil, and I'm sort of like going in and out of consciousness. I feel so bad for you, man. Jeez. Don't feel bad for me. I mean, it's. It, I was. I was sort of overdue to get sick. I'm actually surprised it took this long to happen. But I think it's just because, oh, winter just happened all one weekend. So it decided to put me, you know, sick like the couple days after. But that, that's really funny goes because like are, isn't winter time supposed to be like where you don't get sick because the snow absorbs all the toxins? What? What? Yeah, because the snow absorbs yeah, toxins it's, on the ground. It's believed that um, that that being physically cold doesn't really make you any more susceptible to illness. But although what what does is because if, if if you are if you and your family are stuck at, stuck at home for extended periods of time, then you get each other's sicknesses. Ah, okay. Yeah, that, that's one of those you know old wives' tales that have been like challenged on MythBusters, what have you. Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. I, I I still I still think that the. Um, it's it's the it's the reverse quarantine um, uh, syndrome that's that's more at play with people getting more ill in, in the winter than the actual quarantine. And in proof proof of that. All right, Colin, we're gonna. I, 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 I was getting pretty dry and clinical there for a while. Thank, th- th- thank you for for that noise you made, Colin. Just, it, it, spice, it, it, spice things up. A uh, sorry, it keeps cutting out, so I can't hear you. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, like I don't have it hooked up to the actual mics because. Well, well, I don't because I just don't. <laughs> this is, all right, we're gonna let you go. Is there anything uh, you want to say before we uh, before we uh, let you go here? No. <laughs> oh man, he's always all up on the, the screen. So, so I'm guessing you're not coming over tonight to, to record your next story. Mode. God. <laughs> no, I can't. All right. Sean, Sean will get. Sean will give you the recording equipment. You can, I think you, you can, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll go do that. Okay, Colin. You, you have a good one. Okay. You, thanks, friends. You, okay. We'll talk you in, Bubula. Bye, bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. I miss him already. Yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor guy. Oh man. What well, a little champion. He, he, he is. He is our little <laughs> champion. Oh man. All right. Um. I think we're just going to wrap up the show with some plugs. Uh, I mean, obviously, if unless anyone else has something urgent to talk about. Um, uh, no. No? No. Not, right. not, not really, no. I cut my hand on a door earlier. You did? Yeah. 
Oh. Hooray! 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 So, all right, um, I'll just, I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um, obviously, you can find this fine show at castwavestudios.com, or you can go to soundcloud.com slash castwave-studios, and, uh, you know, listen to all the shows there, like Story Mode. Jordan, how well are your plugs for today? Well, uh, of course, um, I, uh, um, I, I host a, the video game narrative-driven show Story Mode. Uh, I have uh, I, um, I have the scripts for two new episodes ready to go. Uh, if the weather and illness can finally allow uh, allow me to, uh, to to cut those, then I'd be happy to share them with you. Cool. Uh, in addition, I, I co-host the uh, the, comic, the comic book sh- show uh, VGen Comic Shop uh, with my good friend Brendan Michelli. Uh, again, we're, we're uh, we, we, uh, we've got at least two more episodes lined up to go uh, for those. So, so um, hopefully you'll hear those uh, by around the time you're here, you're listening to this fine uh, this fine episode. Sounds good. Uh, cool. And what about you, Ryan? Um, well, me and Colin, uh, before he got all you know nasally and sickly and whatnot, um, <laughs> actually sat down and watched the first four episodes of Doctor Who ever, and we uh, reviewed all those and talked about them on. The new episode of Impromptu Who, which is out right now for you to check out and listen to. So uh, check that out today. How about you, Rock? I'm having a Halloween marathon this weekend. But Ooh. it's January. Who cares? Rocky, do you have a Twitter? I do. I don't know how to work it. Oh, well, we'll teach you how to work it so you can plug it next time. <laughs> I think you I'm... work it, then you plug it. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to train you, Rock. Thank we're you. Gonna, we're going to train you. Uh, Thank um, you. And... Uh, Oh yeah, uh, Brian and I doing a show. We uh, the Prime Directive. Prime Directive podcast. The Prime Directive podcast. Uh, you know, live, uh, live along and podcast as we mm-hmm. say. Uh, basically, it's a show about Star Trek. So we yeah. review every episode of Star Trek ever, starting from episode one. So one episode for Star Trek versus one episode of Prime Directive. You compare them up. Watch a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Listen to our show. Blah 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 blah. It's a fun time. Find it on CastawayStudios.com. And, uh, you know, Amazon, all that stuff, you know, go to castawaystudios.com slash Amazon and click through, shop away, bookmark, mm-hmm. tell your friends, blah, 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 blah. Yep. All right. And uh, I think pretty, pretty much wrap up the show. Uh, for Boldly Going Nowhere, I'm Sean Holmes. I'm Rocky Diamond. I'm Brian Massey. And I'm Jordan Hazelwood. And we're not looking for the introduction. We're looking for an outro. Boldly Going Nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com. like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. And isn't it ironic, don't you think?